welcome to the Black and Out Table. From the 718, right off the beat, the man with the silkiest do-rag, Manny. From Virginia by way of Europe, he gives his all every week. Cody Bray. Live and direct from Strong Island, the certified good youth, Sky High E. You're listening to the Black and Out Table. Locked in. Amazing. Yes, sir, man. The whole gang is here. Episode 324. Mm-hmm. Black Announce Table Podcast. We here, man. Well, three-fifths of the gang. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> Almost all. This is as you know, this is as all as it can be. <laughs> the starters. Yeah, for real. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah, now nah, we here. Y'all know the vibes. I see everybody has hydration. Cody got water. Manny got water. What you heard? Feel me? Locked in. You know the vibes. <laughs> Why'd you start yeah. laughing? I put my my uh my water in the in the frame. Because you got the you got the Danley cup. <laughs> Come on, man. No bro. <laughs> you drink out of a straw? Maximum hydration, brother. Mm. Feel me? You what drink you out drink? of a straw? You don't? No. Well, what you drink out of your hands? Put a water That's the manly way to drink water. <laughs> Crazy. It's like, it's like you ever seen the video of the dude eating a banana? He just breaks it apart. <laughs> so I drink what? water. Hey, man. Oh, the lid came off. I ain't mad at it. I ain't mad at it. Y'all seen that video of Chad Ochocinco trying to eat a hot dog, and the nigga broke the hot dog and like a, a he broke a piece of the hot dog and did this, and I was like, bro, that looks gayer than just eating the hot dog straight. Like, <laughs> nigga broke the hot dog then jerked it off. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> Okay, you could have just ate the hot dog, bro. Oh my god, bro, that whole glizzy movement, bro. Pause of what was it like 2020 to summer of 2020? Oh, yeah, when people started shaming hot dog eating, bro. There was nothing shameful about eating a hot dog until COVID started at all. But it's (laughs) yeah, I've, I've actually seen people like. There is two sides, you feel me? So there's people that shame niggas that eat hot dogs, and then there's niggas that's just outright, just publicly like eating hot. Like, yo, I have no shame in my game. Niggas putting three hot dogs in one bun. Like, <laughs> I'm like, yo, you niggas is devious, bro. Like, <laughs> three barrels on a glick. <laughs> yeah, nah. Yo, a triple barrel glick is crazy, bro. The, the tri barrel is insane. So. <laughs> <clears throat> see niggas doing all types of shit. Niggas found out about kielbasas. I see niggas put a whole kielbasa in like a regular size bun, so it's just mad extra like sausage hanging out of both ends. Yo. <laughs> <Yo. laughs> <laughs> like, 
Y'all just doing this shit for, for clicks at this point, man. Why? What the hell is a kielbasa? <laughs> it's one of them, like, you don't know what a kielbasa is? No. No. Do you Google do your homework on kielbasa, nigga? I'm not looking up sausages, <laughs> bro. <laughs> Go ahead, do your homework. Yo. Yo. <laughs> your, Jamaican, your Jamaican step pops gonna find out you Google the sausage. He's gonna look at me like Tony Soprano <laughs> did to his son. He's gonna pick down your doors. Yo. Now he's gonna have it blocked. Bet he's gonna barricade you inside your room. <laughs> oh my god. Yo, speaking home. of which, I've been uh I've been watching the Sopranos. I got like 10 episodes left. Bro, I've never had the Sopranos spoiled for me until I started watching the show. Excuse me. But the more episodes I watch, the more people want to tell me. Instead of asking me what episode I'm on, they go, "Hey, are you up to the part where this person dies?" And it, it won't stop. It's been two weeks of people just spoiling the show for me you by trying by just spoiling it and asking me what episode I'm on. Got to stop telling people you're watching it, bro. Yeah. That's all it comes down to. Yeah, yeah that's you, it. You start telling people you need money, and then they, now they don't have any answers. You'll be like, yeah, no, nah, I need like 10 bucks. You know, I'm damn, my pocket's kind of dry right now. Now they don't have any <laughs> My pocket's kind of dry too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you tell them you're watching The Sopranos. They're like, "Oh, have you ever have I ever told you that fucking Dan dies in that episode that you're about to watch?" <laughs> like, all right, bro. See, this is why I don't tell people what I watch, man. You feel me? I watch smoking and grilling with AB. Niggas can't spoil shit like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, can't, you can't spoil an episode of smoking and grilling with AB for me. <laughs> what's that? Wait, what's smoking and grilling with AB? Oh no! See, you got to do your homework on smoking and grilling with AB. Now, nah, the only food show I watch is uh, "Fuck That's Delicious" with Action Bronson. Yo, smoking and grilling with AB, no pun, smokes Action Bronson. So, bro, like, you feel me? By leaps and bounds, bro. Tell me, because yeah. my son's smoking and grilling with AB. Not only is he entertaining, but he's gonna show you how to smoke a brisket. You feel me? Different ways you could do the brisket in the oven, in a crock pot, in a smoker, on a grill. You feel me? Open fire, whatever it is. Come on, bro. He gives. Doesn't you... uh Baron Corbin? Does Baron Corbin do a, a food show too? Yeah, he does, but he not he not AB though. Yeah, he not AB <laughs> yeah, because not AB. the one thing about AB, he's not gonna overtalk it. Word. <laughs> <laughs> he not gonna overdo. He not gonna overtalk. He gonna get straight to the business. <laughs> That's the shit. So he always say, "I ain't go over talk it." <laughs> <laughs> Gotta respect it. His videos are thirty seconds long. <laughs> yeah. So the shit started like, but <laughs> <laughs> shit's been in fucking eight times speed, eight x. Nah, Action Bronson just posted a vid. I think it was either today or yesterday, where he had this dude pull up from France and order food at the Chinese restaurant. <laughs> And bro, he asked him for for chicken wings and French fries with hot sauce and ketchup all over, mm-hmm. and they didn't even respect putting that on it. They yeah. they gave him hot sauce and ketchup packets, and they were like, "Here, do it yourself." Yeah, I was I was sitting there. I'm like, bro, you went to the worst Chinese restaurant. 
That I hate when that shit happens. You know what it is? I think Chinese people don't respect white people. <clears throat> Cause a nigga in the hood would have opened that shit up, seen it, closed it, and threw that shit at him. <laughs> Yo, sometimes you gotta strike fear into the people around you, bro. So, because really and truly, sometimes people walk around, they don't respect you, bro. I might walk down the street, see a nigga, I'm like, yo, this nigga don't get. I, could, I know I could step on this nigga's shoes, push him. You feel me? Walk up to him, untie his laces, bully this nigga, man. Sometimes you just gotta do shit like that to. You feel me? To bro, let people know, don't play with me. I I hate the bro when you tell the Chinese restaurant to to put hot sauce and ketchup all over. The worst thing that they do is literally just put it on the top instead of like, bro. If I want hot sauce and ketchup on my fries, but the wings are blocking the fries, now I just got mad soggy wings, bro. Those, that that's the worst. That they need a Chinese restaurants need to update their uh, their saucing system. Like ketchup on the wings. You ain't never exactly. did ketchup on the wings before. I do, but it's like, bro, put it on the fries too. I know, I know, Cody. He's a basic, you know, New York dot. He does the, <laughs> the hot sauce ketchup barbecue sauce combo like a sicko. Yeah, I do. <laughs> bro, that that was one of the first like tweets. That I think Cody interacted with me with because I tweeted out something like that, and I was like, "Oh nah, this guy, he's different. He's a, he's a bona fide savage." Come on, man! You gotta. I need all the works. <laughs> all the works. So you're man. running home and holding your stomach. <laughs> nah, the shit that that be fucking my stomach up as a late. Them goddamn. <laughs> I tried. It's two things. Them lattes. Starbucks, I had one of them just be fucking me up. And the main thing that be fucking me up, them fucking Popeye's wings. I had those shits again, boy. Oh my God, son. I was on the toilet like, <laughs> like three times in like an hour, nigga. Like, I just kept going back. Nigga flew off the toilet like Chappelle in that skit. <laughs> he said, Whoa. Nah, I did have the, uh, the Popeye's wings for the first time. But I got them on a Friday. I ate it on a Tuesday. And yeah, that was me. I was, it was over. I never stood a chance. You live to tell the story, man. That's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga ate five-day-old wings. <laughs> what made you open them? Just be like, you know what? These are good. You put them in an air fryer or something? Put him in the microwave, bro. Oh nah, this nigga, man. Yeah, you you deserve that. Yeah, this nigga a demon. <laughs> nah, because I was looking at I was looking at my fridge and I was like, damn, I don't want to throw this food out. So I just took all the leftovers from the weekend. I had some low chicken lo mein. I had some pork <laughs> fried rice. Had the the wings from Popeyes. Put it all in one Tupperware for lunch. <laughs> yeah, I, I was in work. I was in work holding my stomach at my desk. <laughs> yeah. I almost started crying. Yo, that is like I'm yo, I, not I can't I gotta low-key respect it, bro. Cause that is some, like that's some like construction worker, sanitation worker ass like meal, bro. Yeah. You, know, you wake up, you you in the fridge scratching ass, yo, what the fuck do I have to eat, bro? I don't even <laughs> you know, I'm like, damn, I got old Chinese food, nigga just dump everything in fucking. And one thing, Listen, you, you yeah. can take me out of FedEx, but you can't take FedEx out of me. <laughs> yeah. That's the blue collar mentality. 
Son. When it, whenever you have to sniff a food and then take it to work. Yeah, it was like, yo, is this good? <laughs> and then you know you sniff it and you go, nah. But you, you still eat it anyway. <laughs> oh, yo. If I if I heat it up for four minutes, that'll kill the uh the bacteria. <laughs> yeah, I wow. I done been there before. That's oh, a wild way of thinking. Yeah. That's <laughs> literally the way I think whenever I heat anything up. The word. Yo, this 400 degrees in the air fryer definitely gonna kill whatever. You drop some shit on the floor, put it in the air fryer, like <laughs> yeah. this yeah. 400 degrees gonna kill it anyways. I'll be Yo, all right. Eve be living my life, bro. Yeah, yeah. It's cause I do <laughs> Yo, look at the life I live, bro. Yeah, sometimes I be thinking though, I'm I'm sitting there, I'm like, yo, how is what I put in the microwave burning hot? But the microwave itself is cool to the touch. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all gotta get me off this show, man. Where my <laughs> <laughs> look, what, look what niggas gotta be surrounded by, son. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Cody, you don't think about that? <laughs> no, nigga. How come the microwave isn't 400 degrees but the food is? <laughs> Yeah, microwaves. My microwave broke. Like my shit. Like that shit was like on its like last leg, bro. I put in some damn Jamaican food in there the other day for three minutes. That shit said beep beep boo. <laughs> I was like, yo, what happened? Son? I yo, I opened up the food. Food hot. I closed it. The light was off. Like, I closed. I closed the microwave door. Opened the back. I'm trying to push buttons. Nothing, bro unresponsive i was like damn son i watched my microwave die in front of my eyes bro (laughs) 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 i was like huh i bet the food was cold still too (laughs) nah the food was like yo it did its thing man your microwave what i what i got there i got like a whirlpool or whatever went out like a dude man thank you that's the company that makes fucking washing machines (laughs) they make bro they make everything bro Washing machines, dishwashers, dishwashers. Come on, man. You get you get me up with your appliances, man. <laughs> you know I mean? Nah, they do, but it's just funny that he is just say that, son. Yes, like, sir, the company that make washing machines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm in the uh, I'm in the market for a new uh, microwave as we speak. Both. And don't, don't that's the, the main thing. You can't be cheap with a microwave. Mm-hmm. You gotta get a legit, you know, it's something you're gonna be using all the time. They got them pull-out microwaves, some new shits. I don't know if y'all seen them. It's literally a microwave like in the so like these new age, you feel me, home decors and all that. It's they don't have no microwave that's like just outside exposed, like the microwave is legit hidden. So it looks like a like a cabinet or a drawer. So you pull the microwave out, you put your food inside the shit, put it, put it back, and it, it heats up the food. And then you open it up like it's a damn a drawer or some shit. It's insane. It's mad bread though. I wouldn't recommend it. So also the, the fact yeah. that we were able to figure out that technology before solving racism, <laughs> it's fucking boggles my mind. <laughs> For real. Don't boggle mine, man. <laughs> Damn, do I got a drop? Perfect time to play a drop right now. 
This nigga's a real say <laughs> <laughs> that No. Oh no. This nigga dropped his pork fried rice. I, I dropped mine. Damn. Oh. I dropped my chicken parm. Damn. It's all good. Yo, eat it out your hand like a man, bro. Word. <laughs> fry him. Burn the germs on my <laughs> Yo. Anyways, yo, before we move on, <clears throat> I think I'm going to become a coffee drinker moving forward. You feel me? I'm trying to find. I'm realizing, yo, maybe it isn't the best thing to be drinking Celsius and Red Bull. You feel me? Like... <laughs> So I'm like, yo, I'm, I, you know, I'm all, I'm all about this positive, you feel me, healthy lifestyle. Red Bull ain't, you feel me? I don't think Red Bull is that that great of a drink to be consuming. You know what I'm saying? And I heard Celsius is cancerous, so can't be drinking that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, damn, what should I drink? Prime? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So I, I heard coffee is a good, uh, you feel me, a good uh, picker-upper. So if anybody knows about coffee, I never drank coffee a day in my life. So if y'all are coffee drinkers out there, put me on. You feel me? What's the good coffee? What should I get? How should I make it? All right, y'all, check it out. We got five Patreon tiers, okay? We have the dollar tier, which is just a dollar. It's a donation. We have the $5 tier, which is audio and Discord access. We have the $10 tier, which gets you audio, video, Discord access, and a discount on merch. And the $20 tier is for the ballers. You get all of that, plus you get to be on one of the shows that's on the Patreon, all right? Subscribe to the Patreon today. Become a patron. I'm Eve, and I approve this message. We out. The Blocking Out Table. Yes, sir, man. Big shouts out to everybody on the YouTube. Big shouts out to the listeners, man. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, KP is out. So, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna keep the, the graphics and everything. The video's gonna be a little raw, you know what I'm saying? So so if y'all tapping in on YouTube, drop a comment, still show us some love. But yeah, that's why it's like that. You know what I'm saying? Man. Yeah. KP laptop went down the same way my microwave went down, man. Word, same sound effect and all. Facts, <laughs> facts. Yo, also while we on the topic of YouTube, shouts to everybody that showed love on that Chris Van Vliet interview, man. Uh, tons and tons of love, man. Everybody that retweeted it, shared it, liked it. We thank you. We appreciate y'all. Shouts to Chris once again. Feel me for for pulling up, mm-hmm. on that, man. So definitely one of my favorite interviews that we've done, and a, a lot of people seem to uh feel the same way, man. They really enjoyed it, so. That made me happy. Definitely. Definitely. Um, with that being said, man, let's 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 go to um Perth. Let's go to Australia real quick, man. Elimination chamber went down yeah. five AM on Saturday. Um, did anybody happen to catch the show live? <laughs> well, it was over when I woke up. <laughs> I did not catch it live, brother man. All I woke right. up at like ten o'clock and I was like, "All right, cool. Now I can start my day." <laughs> Yo, I woke up. That shit was still going on. I'm like, "Damn, how long is this shit?" Like, nigga oh, woke up early. Now, funny thing is, I woke up. It was like five fifty. I took a look at the phone, seen the time. I went right back to sleep. <laughs> woke up like at nine something. That shit was still going on. I'm like, "God damn." Bro, but um, this reminds me of um, remember when Tough Enough was a thing? 
like that that later season. Mm-hmm. And um, I think they they that's when NXT did that show in Japan. And the only person that was awake to watch it ended up being Velveteen Dream. Uh, I forgot what his actual name was. Patrick. And then, yeah, Patrick Clark. And the coaches blacked on everybody except for him because they were like, yo, how how is it that y'all are trying out for NXT? And y'all didn't even watch the live pay-per-view or whatever. Only one person did. Swag. Bro. This nigga was at 4 o'clock in the morning, my nigga. Like, please. <laughs> What do you expect? <clears throat> yeah, that, that pay per view was lit too. It was Finn Balor versus Kevin Owens, I think. Man, it was going crazy. Yeah, Demon Finn. Demon. Good times. Yeah. When being a demon meant something. Or <laughs> Now he's losing to Edge in the chamber. <laughs> or whatever the fuck. Hell in a cell. <laughs> chill. Chill. Don't make me sad. Don't make me sad again. Um, so what what do you guys think about the show, man? <clears throat> How do we feel about Chamber going down? I Tiffany Stratton. Oh yeah, no, I got my um what we're gonna go match by match, or you just want like overall um how how however you guys want to do it, we could it don't matter. Uh all right, so overall I thought it was a great show. Um yeah, it, it ran long, but Two chamber matches, like what do you know? What do you expect from a chamber match? Like, mm-hmm. you know, them shits are gonna be long. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I didn't really mind it. I think they made the best of uh, a four match card, and the the segment. Only thing I, I think they should have, I feel like they should have had either the Rock or Roman Reigns out there. That's the only thing I felt was missing. Like, I felt like Australia, or just even that like pay per view, needed. Just even even just a glimpse of Roman Reigns or The Rock, you feel me? Whether it be a segment or something like, I think that's the only thing it was missing. But overall, I thought it was a great show. Yeah, how, how about you, Manny? Um, yeah. Besides the the uh, the pay per view being on so early, um, I want to say the right people won. Like I, I really had no complaints about anybody who who won in these matches. Like Drew McIntyre, um, I kind of wanted Randy Orton to win that match, but I'm not mad at Drew winning. Um, I don't know. Like the the show was kind of missing something. Like if you're gonna have a, a a show be five matches, and you want people to wake up at five a.m. It just, I don't know, like, the gimmick of the matches shouldn't be what draws you in. But, I mean, the, the match is executed. So, I feel like the biggest takeaway of of all of these matches was Tiffany Stratton and the performance she put on in her chamber match. She's definitely showing that, you know, she's going to be a force to be reckoned with. Yeah. Yeah, now, nah, Tiffany's a star, bro. Um, that that women's champion match to me was the best card, best match on the card. Um, they went crazy, and I felt like it was a great way to open the show. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Starting out with the women, um, Tiffany, like you said, she was she was going crazy, getting all her her offense in. 
fucking flying, jumping off the, the the pod, doing all types of shit. She looked really good. Um, Naomi looked really good. I feel like her and Tiffany is gonna have a little mini feud. Um, and I'm if we do get that, I'm excited about that. Uh, I would definitely like to see that. Raquel looked great. Uh, Bianca was selling her ass off in this mm-hmm. match. Jody was selling like she was Shawn Michaels. Yo, that one spot. Uh, she got power bomb back into the ring, and she sold that. That she was wild. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, I, I thought this match was uh was fire. I really enjoyed this women's match. This all women's chamber match. Excuse me. It was. Just, I, I just feel like this was just. It was missing something. The match or the, the like card? the the card the card itself like. Yeah. I felt I feel well. I feel the same way. I like I said. I feel like Roman or The Rock should have been out there. But all right, so I guess Cody go first because I'm I'm kind of interested to to hear your thoughts. Like I feel like this and the Rumble and a couple other pay per views, the the cards are are smaller, but that leads to the matches and stuff like that having more time to work with. You know, we're not getting a bunch of like random three minute, five minute match or whatever. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? Because I feel like that's what's come of the Triple H era, where we're getting longer matches and and matches that even make sense to be on a card instead of just wasting time. What do you think yeah. about about that? Uh, I love it. I love it. It's it's a, a premium live event, so you get the matches that you you're building to. You got to give them time. Like you're putting in all of this work on television as far as building these stories up to have these matches on these premium live events, they need time mm-hmm. to work. You know what I'm saying? This is the big time. You know what I'm saying? You build up television to get to these PLEs and you got to give these matches time. Like I felt, um, as, as far as this card right here, what well, the show, I, I, I really enjoyed this, this paper, this PLE. I really did. Um, like Eve said, as far as the elimination chamber matches, the women's match for me, this was, I, I loved everything about this women's chamber match. It's probably the best. I don't know all of them off the top of my head, but um, just as far as elim- elimination chamber matches for the women, this is the best I've seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was the best match for me on the card. Um, it it did feel like it was missing some things, probably like like Eve. I, once again, I have to agree with Eve as far as The Rock or Roman or giving us a moment, or those people a moment like that. Um, but... Oh, I, I do want to give this person love too. Nia Jax, man. Probably the best Nia Jax match too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I feel like like someone like Nia Jax is exactly what this roster needs. You know what I'm saying? None of the other women on the roster has what Nia Jax has. You know what I'm saying? Could put on that match that she had with Rhea Ripley. And someone as big and bad as Rhea Ripley is over here getting her ass whooped by Nia Jax, and she's, I'm pretty sure some of it was real, knowing Nia Jax, she's really probably beating the shit out of Rhea, but like, there's it, not a woman on the roster that can make you say, damn, Rhea Ripley's in there getting her ass beat, you know what I'm saying, Nia plays that role, that that match was good, Uh the men's chamber match, we got some progression of WrestleMania, and we got Drew going on to face Seth. We got Logan Paul, Randy set. They set up that in this match as well. Um, maybe LA Knight, Kevin, um, LA Knight, uh, AJ Styles, AJ Styles. Yeah. Like you got some progression going now. You know what I'm saying? As far as that, that tag team match, that was fire as well. 
You know what I'm saying? But we all knew the people in that match. You knew you was gonna get some fire out of that too. Mm-hmm. So I, I I really enjoyed this card. I didn't realize how tiny uh, Tyler Bate was until he was standing next to uh, Dam- uh, Damian Priest. And yeah. I was like, damn! I was like, bro, he's really like a man child son. Like, son is like five foot seven. Yeah, hoisting up Damian Priest and spinning him around, bro. And he he was smaller before. Remember, like when he first popped out. Yeah, on, he was on NXT. Yeah, he was twenty one in that uh that tournament. Yeah, he was way smaller, and then like he went away. I think he got like injured or something. And he pulled up like thirty pounds heavier or something like that. Mm-hmm. Pete Dunn got smaller too. He lost a lot of weight. Pete Dunn. That's back when Pete Dunn had the bare belly. Mm-hmm. Feel yeah. me in the round yeah. face. He had a beer belly, but he was vegan. <laughs> hey, somehow, some way, man, you never know. But uh, yeah, man, I, this this call was it. I like what, what Cody said with the uh, with Nia Jax, how she her role is is one of a kind, where she could have a match like that with Rhea Ripley and make make it look like Rhea Ripley's really getting her ass beat, and really and truly, nobody else on the the card can do that for real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because Rhea is, you know, one of the biggest and baddest on the, the roster as far as, like, strength, you know, goes compared to the other women. Nia is, like, the only one that eclipses her for real. So, And that, that was a really good match. <clears throat> I think both women walked away looking good. Like every Nia looked good in the loss. Rhea looked great in front of a home home crowd. Mm-hmm. That's a win-win for everybody. You know what I'm saying? I see Nia doing moves. I ain't, she showed he pulled out a Brock lock. I'm like, I ain't never. What's that Bradley Beal clip? I ain't never seen you act like this before. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, nah, I thought that uh, I thought that was a really cool way to end the show with uh, Nia and Rhea. Couple Aussies cutting it up. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, man. Um, yeah, like I said, I'm I'm really not mad at this chamber. And by the way, like it was a very predictable card. Mm-hmm. Extremely, like they already let let it be known who was winning everything. But hey, it yeah. was still great. Yeah, I'm cool with uh, I'm cool with just a, a predictable card. You feel me? Just mad evergreen. That's very, I'm very fine with that. Only thing I thought, bro, honestly, I thought the um Grayson Waller effect segment that was a little too long. I thought that didn't. I think it was like 20 minutes. And it didn't have to be. That could have been like ten minutes or some shit. Um, and to it looked like Grayson Waller ain't really know what he was doing out there. Maybe I'm tripping, but he nigga went out there, drank beer out of a shoe, and then shoe. <laughs> was, he was like, "Yeah, you know, his Cody Rhodes, his Seth Rollins," and then that was it. Like he just stood out the way for the rest of the time. So I was like, "Bro, this y'all couldn't have done nothing else." Or at least yeah. less of this, you feel me? Yeah, that that was a little. It was a little odd, man. It it was a little odd, a little. I don't know, man. I, Cause the way they taking this Rock, Roman, Seth, Cody shit. Mm, uh, I don't. I, and I like I like that we don't know where it's headed. I like that. So let me not shit on it or nothing. But <laughs> I feel like they don't know what they're doing as well. Uh, maybe maybe that segment went on too long because they were hoping to find like something that was gonna stick. What you mean? Like, you know, like they were they were just maybe a lot of it came off the top, 
and they were just trying to see if like something that somebody said was going to resonate with the crowd and then become a thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, like when Sami Zayn used to do like the promos with the bloodline and everything like that. And then like, he would just be saying shit and then mm. just something in the promo would stick. Like when he said, Usi, and then now that becomes a thing and shit like that. So maybe that's why it went on for, for 20 minutes. Cause number one, they probably had to fill time. And number two, they were like, yo, let's, let's see if anything we say here can carry us to another, you know, section of a storyline or some shit like that. I, I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. They probably thought they would probably catch some magic out there in mm-hmm. front of all the crowd and everything. We, that being Grayson's home country and everything, probably get them involved in something like a little catchy chant or something. I, mm-hmm. I, I see what you're saying. But, um, we have to wait and we have to wait and see with this this whole Seth Cody thing, man. Because you know, I think I see a lot of people saying Seth might be looking to turn, but I think uh, look, man, look. it wouldn't make sense to to turn now. Because then, how how do you do heel Seth versus heel Drew? I had an answer for that. I'm trying to remember it. But you know that <laughs> no that uh yeah I got baby case Cody. No, I get you. It's just I don't know, man. I just don't know. I have to I have to, I really have to wait and see on this whole thing, man. I really do. Yeah. <clears throat> Actually, I wanted I should have rewatched that segment before the show tonight because I like I was watching it. And now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, boy, what were they talking about for like 20 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> like, cause like I, I just at, at the time I remember watching it, but now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, what did I watch? Like, what what were these niggas talking about, bro? The biggest thing is just Cody challenging the Rock. Like, like, cool. You, are, <laughs> you guys think we getting that though? No, I thought I thought we were gonna get it for this. Yeah, you did. Like, say that. They they in a big ass stadium in in Australia for the first time or whatever. You would think that Rock and Roman versus Cody and Seth would be the main event, and then that leads you into whatever program you're doing for Mania. Like oh. if you're gonna if you're gonna have Seth turn on Cody, you do it there. If you're gonna have the Roman turn on the Rock, you do it there. Like, but. I don't, I don't think Seth turned on. I mean, I don't know, bro. The Rock is. I mean, we're gonna talk about it later. He's slated to talk, uh, not talk, pull up to SmackDown for the next like three weeks. Mm-hmm. So we don't know what developments we're gonna get from there. But you know, when, when we get there, we'll, I'll you know say what I think. But yeah, we don't know, man. Yeah, yeah. When we talk about that, we'll do it. But yeah, I don't. Now I don't know, Seth. Uh, now that y'all mentioned it, I'm like, damn, Seth turning on Cody would be pretty fire. And that would be the way to to make this all work, to move Cody and Roman to next mania. Like that's a uh, like you said, like you said, we'll we'll get to that. Cause I like I, I already know where we could take it from here. So we're gonna mm-hmm. hold off on that. Uh all right, man. So shouts out 
to WWE. Man, that 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 chamber was lit. You know what I'm saying? Last pay per view before Mania. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something just off off the head right now because I've seen a lot of people talking about Bailey. Mm-hmm. Um, Bailey is not getting like enough love. You know, they put out a graphic as far as uh, they said forty days to WrestleMania, and it was there was no Bailey on the on the front on, on on the poster and everything and i've seen a lot of people just tight about it like she won the royal rumble she did she did this um and i remember seeing punk also mentioning saying like ap- after that press conference like he he apologized like bailey should be being mentioned more when they was talking about uh main events and everything um how, how do you guys feel about bailey being left off like the graphics are not getting as much love because they had bianca belair on there who's a bigger star. They had Rhea Ripley on there, who's champion. Mm-hmm. And, and, and and I do think they had Io on there, but she's a champion. So it's like, do, do you guys think Bailey is not getting as much love as she should? Um, I don't know. I'll, I, maybe I'll look at it differently. Because to me, it's just a poster. You feel me or whatever. Like, I feel like they're going to put out mad different, you know, renders and different, images and graphics and shit so I, I wouldn't really make a a fuss over just one mm. but as far as Bailey goes she's a rumble winner so she does deserve to be on something you know what I'm saying I don't think she won't be on anything I just think you know in in the social media management skate like game everything you're doing is in advance so like, how do we know that these aren't graphics that were created before the rumble or something like that? Mm-hmm. And they were just scheduled to be put out, or you know, just something like that, where it's like they just wanted to put people that they know were like the faces of the WWE, and not like you know, face as in a good guy, but like people that are noted, like that have the most notoriety. Yeah, because like exactly. you, you can't mess up with putting Bianca Belair on a poster, champ or not. You know, because you know she's one of the biggest uh, women in wrestling, period. So the Bailey thing, she's going to be on posters and shit like that coming up. But this is a good angle to take with it, to build up hype for her match now, to be honest. Because there's really nothing else going. And there's like, you know, what, 30-something days left, 40-something days left. So, I mean... There could be build up, but it's like, bro, how many, how many matches have we said we need to wait and see shit build up for it first before we get excited? Like yeah. we've been saying that for every match that is announced so far, and there's what, like maybe three, two or three matches announced already. Yeah, I mean, we we have the build for that match already. The match is already built and, and set up. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think it's just a little steam to keep the shit, you know, hot so that yeah. it don't go down a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. Yeah, just something I just want to bring up real quick. Um yeah. I know I know Manny, you was you was happy this week that John Cena was in the news. You know what I'm saying? Cena started his OnlyFans. I know you was excited. Bro. Did did you check it out? Number one, that's absolutely insane that you would ask me that question. <laughs> and number <laughs> number two, like and look at what's happening to sell a movie, bro. Yeah. Look, look at what he got to do to promote a movie. 
Like I would I would have just watched the movie anyway. But it's like, come on, man. What is my goat doing? Cena's whoring himself out, man. Bro, and then what? Bro, nah. You should have seen what the the tag was. No. <laughs> that should have said tea bag and Tuesday. <laughs> and then and then Randy Orton asked him if he could collab with him. All right, man. This nigga's a real. <laughs> yeah, like, bro, what are we doing, bro? Come on, man. Come on. Yeah, see, what would little Boosie think about this? Yeah, little Boosie have a stroke. <laughs> so, Come on, man. Not John Cena, man. Come on, man. Bo- John, you don't have to do this, man. There's other ways to promote a movie, bro. I would have just watched the movie. Bro, they literally could have, like, I don't even know what the movie's about, but if that's the route they wanted to go with the OnlyFans shit, I would have just put John Cena on the fan bus. <laughs> like, <laughs> niggas could have had him with the fan bus doing, like, an interview. <laughs> <laughs> In the damn suit, bro. That's it. John Cena on the fan bus will be crazy. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's how I know it's bad publicity. Because we don't even know what the movie's about. We know nothing about the movie. Bro, I know one thing about this movie. Just from John Cena doing this OnlyFans shit, it's going to fly, bro. It's not <laughs> going to be good. I know that for a fact. You doing all of this? I've never seen somebody whose career went up after doing a funny Marco interview. <laughs> Damn. Like, bro, that, that's the thing. Like, when the interview I, uh like last week. Because I've seen I've seen clip. Yeah, I think it's out already because I saw a bunch of clips already um from the, the interview itself. But I'm I'm tired of all these fake interviews. Like the the people that interview people ironically, like the Bobby girl, that the entire time she's just you know, she's acting like the interview is like uh, uh, fucking disturbance to her. Like she's just sitting there being mad, like uh, passive aggressive and shit like that. And I get like it's the routine or whatever, but it's not interesting content. Like the Drake interview was pretty funny that she did with him, but. To be honest, it gets old so fast where it's like, it's just those type of inter- the 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 funny Marco interviews I never found funny or interesting. The Bobby interviews aren't funny or interesting. Drink chap interviews enough. Like <laughs> now it's just people getting drunk and stupid and like just saying whatever and then Noriega clapping and be like, yeah, nah, because you're drunk, it definitely happened. I've um, been that for the last eight years. Yeah, bro. The Hot Ones interviews, I'm over those. Bro, like, every interview has a gimmick now. Nobody's interviewing somebody for information. I mean, besides us. Yeah, I was going to say, look, <laughs> we're, we're the only real interviewers left, when you think about it. Us and Larry King. Last one standing, man. Come yeah. on, man. Hold up. <laughs> Press all these damn buttons, nigga. Bro. Like it's it's real. The state of interviewing is so bad, and then you have like a Elliot Wilson, who 
<laughs> I just I I hate hearing him laugh. How he laugh? <laughs> but the the high pitch laugh or whatever. I'm come on, man. I'm done with that. <laughs> oh wait, wrong one. My fault. <laughs> I'm done. The Joe Budden interviews are trash, bro. There's only so many. <laughs> That's how you know, find Bro, out. There's only there's only so many Joe Budden interviews I can hear him do with other abusers. Like <laughs> I, I've never seen somebody cap for for abusers more than Joe Budden, and then say he never did it. Damn, not um, even John Cena. <laughs> it was right, yo. It was a layup, cause it was right there, uh, man. That was um. That was something. Anyways, <laughs> what a segue! Oh man, let's go. Let's get into it. I aired out my interview grievances. Me, uh, Eve. <laughs> I'll let Eve take it away. Hey man, John Cena said he loved Vince McMahon, no matter what y'all say, bro. He didn't say that. <laughs> That's what the headline said. That's what the Wrestle Ops uh, headline said. Which no, was Wrestle Wives try to do John Cena so dirty. Yeah, nah, they, they spun that uh they spun, they spun that headline so crazy, bro. I I didn't like the headline because it's like out of everything that he said, bro, this is what y'all pick. So <laughs> like, like John Cena like, says, I love Vince McMahon. <laughs> like, come Still. on, bro. Yeah, look, me and Banks talked about this on uh on Wiretap recently, and it's like Y'all gotta y'all gotta read, bro. You feel me? I don't know how many of y'all read the article, but Cena, I feel like he he answered the question or he answered and went about that question the best way he could. You know what I'm saying? Like he said, yo, look, as far as Vince goes, he was like, nigga was always good to me. He treated me great. You feel me? And I love him for that. You feel me? And I wish. Everybody could have got the same treatment as me. I feel like everybody could have got uh, as much love that, that I got. You feel me? But that ain't the case. And he was like, it was unfortunate. And I'm sorry that, you feel me, shit went down like that. Like, nigga said, that shit is real, real wild. You know what I'm saying? But the only thing y'all took was from it was, I love Vince. You feel me? I, or I love who I love or whatever the, the thing yeah. was. <laughs> I was like, come on, bro. Don't do Cena like that, man. Yeah, and you know, uh, he, 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 I mean, he was kind of cabin for Vince because he was like, he wants to wait and see what happens because it's all, you know, accusations as of now. But it's us, I mean, like, you know, I get like that's his man, like, you know, yeah, that bro, <sighs> Cody, what you think, man? <laughs> no, no, just go ahead, say it, go ahead. Nah, because it's like, bro, like, to me, it's, to me, I don't, it's like, okay, what do y'all want him to say? Like, y'all want him to just come out and be like, yo, this nigga, this nigga a piece of shit. This nigga the worst nigga I ever worked with. And it's like, no, bro, John Cena, literally, Vince McMahon put millions of dollars in this nigga's pockets. He, Sky made him a star. You feel me? John Cena got a life outside of wrestling because of what he did in wrestling. And like he said, he has a great relationship with him. You feel me? Like he he might have not known all that shit he was doing. You feel me? So it's like, damn, it's it's crazy to find all this shit out. 
Yeah. You feel me about somebody that I have a great relationship with. It's crazy to find all the shit out uh shit out about somebody that's always treating me great. You feel me? And somebody that I love, like it's it's wild to find this shit out about them. You know what I'm saying? So I have to agree. I have to agree with Eth. It's like he not like saying he should be free or like nah, it can't be like he just he's in yeah. shock by it. Yeah, he's not big enough the shit that he did. Yeah. I mean, he actually I feel like he reprimanded the shit that he did. You know what I'm saying? He was like, yo, it's, I don't want to say he, he reprimanded, but he did say it was unfortunate and that is sad. You feel me? Like all that shit, as far as like the victims and shit like that go or the victim, whatever it is. So I, I need, I just need everybody to read more than just a headline. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're going to crucify <clears throat> Cena or whatever it is, cancel Cena, at least read the whole shit first and understand it. And then go about it afterwards, besides just running with a headline, which is something that a lot of people do. Shit, I almost ran with it, but yeah, I run with headlines just to like get off a funny tweet, you know what I'm saying, here or there. Mm-hmm. You feel me? But as far as this goes, shit like that's serious. You know, take a little time, take five minutes to read some shit and learn some, you know what I'm saying? So it's also crazy to see like the state of headlines that we're in. Like, bro, you read a headline, you think it's one thing. Then when you actually read it, it's the whole opposite of what the headline was. I feel like it's only wrestling news that does this shit, bro. Mm-hmm. No, no, it's every news, to be I honest. Say, I was just about to yeah, say. Yeah, that, that shit is in politics. Bro, it could be in a recipe. It'll be like, yo, how to make the world's greatest mac and cheese. Now you're making meatloaf. <laughs> when, you, when you read the article, you're like, oh. How to make French onion soup. You end up making top ramen. You're like, yo, what is this, man? Why am I putting onion powder <laughs> in this cup of noodles? Onion powder make everything good, man. Yeah, I niggas put onion powder in eggs and shit. I'm like, all right, yeah. hold on, man. First person who powdered an onion went crazy. Hell yeah. <laughs> Same shit with the first person that bloomed an onion. Shouts <laughs> to you. Now, shout out to Australia. <laughs> Held it down. Word. Um, as we move on, I do want to give a shout out to Cody Rhodes because Cody Rhodes is one of the best friends you can have, man. You got um Sean Spears back in the WWE. Come on, man. I know y'all seen it on NXT. My boy Sean Spears is back. Well, Ty Dillinger. He's going by he's back to Ty uh, Dillinger. I don't think they made like they let it be known or anything, but I think he just came out and hit a nigga with a chair and just like it's me, y'all. Like that was it. That's the clip I seen. But um, yeah, man. And 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 um Tamatanga is um according to Wrestling Observer, is WWE bound. You know what I'm saying? That's real right there. <laughs> That's real right there. Hell yeah. <laughs> Feel me. Tama Tonga shouts to you for, for running towards the grind and not from it, man. Now I got a I got a couple things with these these two editions. Okay. Hold on. Damn. Uh, <laughs> so the Ty Dillinger thing. Listen, man. When I was twenty one. It was 2017. That perfect 10 gimmick, that shit was over. Now that I'm 27 in 2024, 
that shit is over in the worst way. Because I'm not trying to hear that shit no more, bro. He ain't it. I'm sorry. I was wrong. Two. Oh, we, we could talk about number one if you... No, no. I just wanted to say it, it didn't look from the clip I saw. It didn't look like he came back as the perfect 10. Yeah. So it, it looked like he came back on some like mysterious shit. So, uh... <laughs> hey, hey, let me tell you something, Ty, Dill- Ty Dillinger. It's over. It's over. <laughs> Ty Dillinger over. But, uh, Tamatanga. <laughs> Yo, do y'all know anything about? I only know him from like tag team matches from like five years ago. Yeah, I haven't like been up on like his new shit. You don't know Sean Spears, the chairman? No, I was talking about Tamatanga. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I got excited. Chair, my bad. <laughs> I got excited. My fault. And that's, that's the problem know. with Ty Dillinger. Nigga was hyped to get that chairman borrow. <laughs> like I said, you don't know the chairman? No. <laughs> no, nigga, we don't know the fucking chairman. We don't know that. Sit your silly ass down. <laughs> oh, but um, yeah, Tama Tonga, um, reportedly WWE bound. Um, they saying this is why um Gallows and Anderson. Has went to NXT and um why AJ and and the club is little beefing and anything they've been throwing little subtle hints and if you've been watching the last time they interacted uh AJ and Carl got, Carl Anderson got into it or whatever and um people starting to put the pieces together thinking that um this is this might play a factor into that so I don't I don't get it though like what. Like, why do they continuously like hoe out Gallows and Anderson? Them like, they, but how many times are they gonna leave and join AJ Styles? AJ had enough of them niggas, man. He, yo, y'all been, y'all been hitching a ride to my wagon for way too long, man. It's time for y'all niggas to go out and do some shit. You know what I'm saying? I said earlier they should be working at Food Lion, <laughs> stocking shelves, and that's what I believe, bro. Like. Y'all don't do nothing, bro, here. Like, I have not seen y'all work a match in Mad Long. AJ Styles is out here handling beef. Uh, that quite re- really and truly, y'all should be handling this shit. I thought y'all was my mans. Why do I have to fly all the way to Australia to beat this nigga up? What y'all two niggas is just, what are y'all doing, bro? <laughs> y'all niggas is here, bro. Why do I got to handle? I'm in backstage. I'm backstage getting jumped. Y'all pull up after these niggas come back from commercial break. My knees is hurting. My bad. My damn bones is broken already. Where y'all are useless to me, bro. You feel me? So why should I even? If I was AJ, I would have smacked the dog shit out of Carl Anderson a long time ago. Bro, I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. You feel me, Luke Gallows? Hey, man. <laughs> LG. Yeah, LG. Yo, it would have been over for you a long time ago. Kai I ain't gonna lie, man. Yeah, what was his other name? Who are uh, Festus? Festus. Festus. Y'all remember that nigga Festus Azili used to play for the Warriors? <laughs> yeah, that's I always thought about that shit. Like, yo, niggas named this nigga Festus for real. Like, a little, that's a real shoot. <laughs> that's a shoot name, not a work name, man. 
Festus. Festus is really Hell yeah. government name, first name Festus. What Last a throwback. Azili. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I hate Eve, yo. Because <laughs> what? Who, I, that should be popped up in my head, son. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, yeah, bro. As far as um, these niggas go, I don't, I don't know what the the correlation or kind of dots everybody's trying to connect with with Tamatanga and the. Is it like some Bullet Club shit? I really, I wouldn't know. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yo, if, if one of y'all listeners would be kind enough to connect these dots for me, and help me, you feel me? Understand? I would love that. So. As, as far as it goes right now, I just think that they add another Samoan to the WWE to help Roman Reigns. <laughs> and he he ain't them. <laughs> it don't matter. <laughs> that's, that's like that's like thinking everybody, every rapper from Chicago's from O Block. They're not. <laughs> <laughs> Consequence ain't from O Block, even though I don't even know if he's from Chicago. He's from like Queens or something. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nah, his <laughs> big ass TV crazy. <laughs> he did cop the biggest teeth. <laughs> he, got, he got the donkey shits. Or nigga went to the teeth store like, yo, give me, give me the three X. <laughs> nigga says he from yo. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what's going oh. on? Ooh. Marvin Gaye voice for real. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but yeah, I don't. I like the Tomatonga pickup though. All yeah, side. I don't. Uh, I don't mind it at all. Mm. But it's also like they better not make that no bloodline shit. Don't put everything in Samoan <laughs> in this bloodline shit. Even <laughs> like fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. Why not? Right. Bro, when they put in my pause, when they put this thing on the screen and was like, Roman and The Rock aren't even blood brothers. Like, through a fucking handshake is how cool they are. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I thought Roman was his cousin from the beginning. If they, if them niggas, if, if they're cousins off a handshake, Tamatanga can be down with them, bro. And there you have it. That's <laughs> it's simple math. Words. <laughs> the the tree explained it all, bro. Word. All the rock gotta do is dap this nigga up, man. We uh, it. it could be done, man. <laughs> Not even a dab up. He just looks at him. <laughs> oh. Strong ass dap like this. I bet. I'm down. Oh my god. Man, I, I don't know, man. NXT might be the graveyard, man. <laughs> right I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> Niggas bought back Todd Dillinger, son. Wait, no. No, 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 no. They they just re-upping. Like, Ty Dillinger, he's gonna be there to get the next man up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's a job, man. Yeah, because think about it. You got Carmelo Hayes is leaving soon for sure. Um, Braun Breaker's leaving. He left. Um, yeah, he he's gone. He's gone already. Sorry, he just uh, what NXT just lost like four or five people mm-hmm. in the past month. But look who they signing though. These niggas in their forties. 
Like, damn, like you don't I understand you need yeah. niggas to eat pens, but that's why Joe Gacy right there. Just had this nigga eat all the pens. Fuck is he doing? I don't know. They trying to get him over. <laughs> that's the problem. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Just lose this match, B. <laughs> that's it. Man, shouts out to NXT though. Uh, what else we got, man? Oh yeah, we got another, we got another one on the way, man. March 3rd. Greensboro, North Carolina is going down. AW Revolution. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We here. No? Alright. Never mind. I we, we not rocking. Sting last match. We not we not rocking. Oh, this this is it. <laughs> this is it. I'm tapped in, man. No, you're not. <laughs> tapped in for that. So yeah, man. Sting and Darby is gonna take on the Young Bucks. It's for the uh World Tag Team Championship. This is Sting's retirement match. You see, they got a nice little card here. Know what I'm saying? Samoa Joe will defend his AEW World Championship against Adam Page and Swerve Strickland. Tony Storm versus Deanna Perrazzo. Hmm. Eddie Kingston, Brian Danielson for the Continental Crown Championship. What the Osprey versus Takeshka. Got a little card. Hold on now. No, don't start that bullshit. It's a whole lot oh. of mid man. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. What you mean? Run this shit back. Let me see who they got. Sting and Darby. All right. We, we know what we're here for. This is it right here. Main thing. Mm-hmm. Orange Cassidy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought it, as soon as I read that nigga name, I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you, son, this. It's a whole heap of garbage. Uh, versus Roderick Strong. Mm-hmm. Samoa Joe versus Hangman Page versus who? Swerve. Big Sean ad lib. <laughs> Man. Um, Swerve, Swerve bar should have been in that damn. <laughs> too, but that's a topic for another day. All right, so we got. I'll say this is another match. This is right here. This is gonna be a banger. Some more joke and swerving on them. Okay, heat. Um, who else? Who else we got here? Eddie Kingston versus Brian Danielson. Yawn. Damn. Y'all gotta stop pretending like Eddie Kingston good, man. Tired of it. Let's be real. Let's be honest. Will Osprey versus Takeshita. Okay. Takashi. <laughs> Six nine. So Takeshita. Shit up. That's just take a shit. Nigga, I'm cool because I already know what that's about to be. That's about to be like every other Osprey match, man. What? All right. So you see? All right. What? I'm lying. Carry on. You know, <laughs> carry on. You know, Osprey gonna perform the hit. Madness match. Yeah, nah. Come on, bro. What are we doing here? This nigga real. You don't want to see the meat madness? You do. <laughs> I'm asking you. <laughs> I just asked you a question. Don't try to ask me the question. Look at what you asking Eve if he wants to see, bro. Word. No, I want to see no meat madness, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then e- Eve's dad just got a headache just now. Like out of nowhere, he's like, what the that hell? Nigga, 
nigga sleep. His spider sensor just went off. Nigga just woke up like <laughs> judgment. <laughs> oh, just woke up out of his sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo. Oh man. Uh what we got? Um oh shit. What is this shit, man? Fucking um <laughs> Christian Cage versus who? Uh Daniel Garcia. For the TNT championship? Yeah. Yo, is Luchasaurus still around? Kill switch. So he goes by kill switch now. Does he still rock the mask? Yes. <laughs> this shit, man. Yo, everybody in Jungle Boy's crew got fired. <laughs> I'm like, yo, Luchasaurus, you next, bro. I'm just saying. Uh, Marco Stunt, that nigga out here washing cars and, and cleaning tires now. Yeah. Fucking Jungle Boy out here in New Japan. Talking about he was the the scapegoat. You better, you better hope you got some job security, brother. Hmm. Gonna be working security. Um, who who else? Tag team at FTR versus who? Moxley and um Claudio. I ain't trying to see that shit. Cause I ain't even gonna lie to you, bro. There's two matches on this this, and this card is too damn long, bro. Seven, how many matches is this? Nine matches. Nine matches. This shit too damn long, cuz. Take three matches off this bitch, and we good. This shit could be six matches max. We don't need all these damn matches, bro. I want to see a couple on here, man. Shout out to AEW. I'll see Sting, and I'll see uh, Samoa Joe and them. <laughs> Samoa Joe and them. <laughs> yeah. I'll see those two niggas, and I'm, I'm straight. The niggas said meat madness match. Who they got in there? Fucking niggas got powerhouse Hobbs, Wardlow, and Lance Archer. Bro, these are some medium ass niggas, bro. <laughs> <laughs> these are the biggest niggas in AEW, bro, and they some medium niggas, man. So <laughs> some medium niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Some medium niggas is joke. Medium. Yeah. But hey, at least we got Ty Dillinger back. Right? These niggas, man. Damn, son. Well. (laughs) (sighs) There you have it. That's a preview into AEW Revolution. It's going down March 3rd in Greensboro, North Carolina, y'all. Yeah, shouts to Revolution, man. Yo, Sting. Uh, I know this your last match, man. You going out on your, you feel me? Your one, two. I respect it. You know what I'm saying? You about to retire, ride off into the sunset. You feel me? Like a real G. Do we? Do y'all want to share y'all favorite Sting moment? Do y'all even have your favorite Sting moments? Mm. I got man. I already, See, I already know Eve's. Yeah, like my my thing is I I never was around to really like watch Sting for real. Like I wasn't really watching WCW when I was a kid because I was like three, you know, four or whatever. But 
and then I missed TNA because I never really watched TNA. So I, I really missed Sting. The, the only thing I saw was when he joined the WWE, <laughs> broke his neck. So, yeah, that would be my favorite thing when he pulled up and then knocked out everybody in the, um, what was it called? The, NWO. the authority, not nah, the authority. Good time. Oh, yeah, at that uh, Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, now my, my my favorite sting moment, man. I like Manny said, I wasn't I ain't grew up watching WCW and all that. So my my uh recollections and memories of Sting come from TNA. And uh my favorite sting moment is when Bro faced Jeff Hardy for the TNA World Championship. And this nigga Jeff Hardy was off that good old dope. <laughs> And Sting literally won the match in like 30 seconds with a roll up and just looked at Jeff Hardy like like he was Carl Winslow. Like nigga just shook his head like you you motherfucker, you this nigga Jeff Hardy looking up mad fucking retarded and confused. Like, yo, what happened? I'm embarrassed, I'm confused. Yeah, nigga, cause you off fucking dope, nigga. <laughs> you confused. You don't know what's going on, man. Shit, boy. That nigga was pissed off and embarrassed. Jeff Hardy was there. Everybody was embarrassed, man. That nigga Eric Bischoff had to come down there and be like, yo, this match cannot happen, bro. Niggas in the crowd like, yo, why? <laughs> Asking questions. What you mean this match can't happen? Jeff Hardy walking to the ring doing all types of stupid shit. Walking down the ring doing this shit and shit like in front of people. Like, yo. <laughs> Niggas like the mad unusual, son. But you know, it is what it is. The, sting, one nigga sting, another joint. Nigga sting was in the crowd. Nigga had him. He took them. He had a sting mask on over his face paint. <laughs> nigga took that shit off and started yes. beating his ass uh, with the chair. Yeah, that was some ill shit. <laughs> that was some ill shit. But shouts out to Manny for saying his best sting moment was Seth Rollins almost killing him. At um, I think Night of Champions, they had the match or whatever. That's that's, that's wild, man. Because yo, I don't want to turn this into a Seth, but Seth did Seth did a lot to like rebuild his reputation from killing mad niggas and hurting. <laughs> so big shouts out to Seth. But um, price for it now, man. Yeah, it's fucked up. His back fucked up. <laughs> Real talk. Um, but yeah, that gotta be one of my favorites as well for Sting. Just coming to the WWE. And I like 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 you guys said, wasn't watching WCW, always was um WWE fan and wasn't tapped into TNA like that. But of course, if you're talking wrestling, Sting name is gonna come up. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, damn, this is one of the most popular wrestlers. He's he never come over to WWE. So just him coming over to WWE and getting that moment and and enjoying it with it with the other sting fans who's been following his career and everything like that that was dope for me oh even though it lasted so short but you know it was nice while it lasted word um, Yo, go ahead no nah, this this wasn't on the docket but um i saw well chris van Vliet, he just interviewed bobby rude and mm-hmm. he bobby rude if he was like you know cleared to wrestle again and if he would wrestle again and basically bobby rude was like um He's really he's cleared medically cleared to wrestle, but he feels like he's good. Like he's like, yo, I'm I the one championships, I've done everything I wanted to do in this business. He's working backstage as a producer now. 
So he was like, yo, I'm 48. I, I'm I'm good to go. I can wrestle if I want to, but I'm straight. Man. I'm good where I'm at. And I was like, damn, good, good for you, Bobby Roode. And w- the other interesting part about that was when Bobby Roode said that his goal when he signed with the WWE, when he did, he said his end goal was always to be a producer. Wow. So, like, all these people wanted, all the all the fans wanted all these things for Bobby, but he already knew his end game or his end goal when he signed, mm-hmm. which was to be a producer. And that's why another reason why he doesn't want to wrestle again, because he's doing what he wants to do. Yeah, that's that. Well, that's fire. That's fire. Mm-hmm. And, and shouts out to Bobby Roode because um, a lot of wrestlers, they, you know, they're not satisfied with the end being there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, with their career coming to an end and him being satisfied, like he's okay with it. And like mm-hmm. you say, he's doing it like that's his end goal. So he's 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 in the position he, he wants to be in. So big shouts out to him. And I'm gonna miss that glorious theme music though, for sure. I, I was I was just thinking about this because I'm like I was trying to think about all these uh uh producers that were former wrestlers. <laughs> And the first three that came up in my mind all have neck injuries that stopped them from wrestling. You got Jason Jordan, Bobby Roode, and uh, damn. Tyson. Tyson. Yeah, Tyson Kidd. <laughs> all, all three had neck injuries that stopped them from wrestling. That'll do it. Hell and yeah. now, now they're producing absolute bangers. That's like them. That's like rappers that stop rapping and start making beats. This shit hot. Shouts to everybody that do that shit, man. Yeah. Listen, uh, Tyson Kidd, he was on a run. We remember, I remember he like was producing most of like the women's matches at one point. Mm-hmm. It was just nothing but bangers. Yeah, nah. He's he's still putting out bangers. I don't know. They need to start doing that. Like, you know how niggas have uh, production credits. For, for like yeah. songs and shit, I, I need to start seeing that for uh for matches, bro. Yeah, yeah. who came yeah. up? Man. Yeah, sometimes they'll leak online. Like you'll see one of these websites like put it out, like such and such produce this match, and you they have the match producers and stuff. How do you? I want to know how you get that job. Like, what can I? How can I find that on LinkedIn? Because there's some shit I'll be thinking about, son. Like. Like I'll be at the end of the day at work, I'll be like, yo. <laughs> I was like, now if this nigga Gunther faced Bronson Reed in a ladder match <laughs> for the Intercontinental Championship, that shit might be some heat. And like the championship on fire, so it's even <laughs> harder to get. Word. Matter of fact, melt the gold down to make a chain. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty sure like producer roles. It looks like it's uh, intended for like wrestlers who can't wrestle anymore, because mm. most producers are uh, wrestlers. Yeah, like I feel like Brian Kendrick was a producer at one point too. Mm-hmm. So I don't. I'm guessing that's how you get that job because I've never really heard of a producer that wasn't a wrestler. Mm-hmm. You no, know, I want to say, um, I don't know if y'all seen it, but um, they had a documentary uh, on A&E, Randy Orton shit. 
Man, was that documentary was better than I expected. Like wait, was it the rivals joint or it's like the the biography joint? The the bio joint. Oh, I gotta check. I didn't even know they brought it back. I gotta check that out. Oh man, now and then see now I don't want to I don't want to spoil it. But um I don't so, I don't care. Go ahead and talk about it. We would we would always hear how Randy is an asshole. You know how well he was an asshole back in the day, and the only story I know from people was when he shitted in one of the uh, divas' bags <laughs> and just left it there for one of them to open. That's the only story I heard of. But fam, this nigga Orton was crazy. <laughs> this nigga was nigga after he won that world title, son. This nigga nigga. <laughs> Nigga almost blew up a whole hotel room. This nigga was ripping urinals off the shit. Like, yo, he was this going nigga, wilding. Yo, the thing is, he had a drug overdose. Like, he OD'd off drugs, and they put him in oh. the hospital and everything. Like, but like, w- like while he's like in his in his prom type shit. <laughs> like n- niggas, they would. Well, he he said he tried to hide it from WWE. They found out and everything, and they suspended him for like sixty days. I'm like, yo. Nah. This nigga, this nigga was the this nigga. He no showed the the WrestleMania, um, oh, the practice, yeah. yeah, the rehearsal, and like he had to induct his father into the Hall of Fame that night or whatever. Nigga said he went up there freestyle the shit, wasn't talking for more than ninety seconds, and then while his father's up there giving him giving him a speech. Like he slumped in the seat and everything, like just slumped like this. And they they got him on camera. They got one of the producers. Like they tell, like said, Randy, sit up. Like this nigga was just out of it, son. Yeah. So the the only thing I know about Randy, they had like an old doc from had to be like ten years ago, but they don't really talk about anything besides like him doing drugs. But they don't like they didn't say anything of like what you just said. Yeah. He just like insinuated that he was on drugs the whole time, and that like he ran away from the Marines like when he was eighteen or something like that. Yeah, that's so, in there too. I need a I need to see the updated doc where they're showing all this shit. Man, you check that shit too. Yeah, that's some good shit, man. I know this nigga took a big heaping shit in the diva's bag. That's fucked up, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, them niggas. Yo, know, back in the day, they used to like when I say the bullying was old. Like. Like, yo, I used to hear stories, like, I heard, I remember hearing a story about, like, Chris Benoit. Bro, this nigga Chris Benoit used to, like, if he was, like, a, a rookie or some shit or somebody, like, he ain't fuck with, this nigga would go in your bag, take your toothpaste, take a piss, and, you know, obviously, this nigga's on, on, on the, the balco, so he'll take a uh, piss in the syringe, inject it into the damn um, toothpaste, and put it back in your bag. And I was like, yo, you over here think you you minty fresh. Whole time your mouth filled with Chris Benoit piss, nigga. I'm killing somebody. Yeah, that's CTE. Hell yeah, bro. That CTE toothpaste. Nigga, my teeth falling out. My gum, I got gingivitis, nigga, because of you. Hell no, nigga. I got to kill somebody, bro. Nigga, do that shit to me, man. Damn, One nah, thing to take a shit in my bag. It's another thing to inject piss into my damn cold gate. Word. That's some wild shit. Well, remember nigga, when he blacked on the Miz? Word. The nigga Miz was eating a, a 10-piece spicy. 
<laughs> in the damn locker room. Nigga, Miz came to the locker room hungry as hell. <laughs> he came through hungry as hell. Nigga had a 10-piece lemon pepper. <laughs> nigga, Chris Benoit beat the shit. <laughs> Kicked the nigga out the locker room. Nah, For yeah. like two years. <laughs> well, he didn't even get to live to see the... Never mind. No, but that like, nigga, that nigga said he wasn't even eating. He was like, he was like, yeah. He said I ate over his bag, but <laughs> I was on the other side of the room. Yeah, I know Miz was probably fucking up the wings too. Look at Miz Nicole like, <laughs> <laughs> look at his feet like. Nigga wild it. Mmm, nigga making all the noises and shit. Mmm. Word. Dipping the ring. That's that shit right there. And now, and now because of that, he had to... He said he was forced to, to change in the stalls where, like, the regular people were. Like, where the fans were. Yeah. At that point, <laughs> at that point, you just got to show up to work in your gear, bro. <laughs> But you don't remember his gear? His gear was like long jean shorts. Yeah, a fedora. You could have got away with it at that time. Yeah. Put the just, knee pads on before you walk out. Word. I, I just want to know, like, niggas is pussy backstage at that time. Like, I, <laughs> just going to have one nigga stopping me from going in the locker room and getting changed? Hell yeah. Nigga, <laughs> move, nigga. <laughs> yeah, nah, I'm hitting him with a chair for real. Niggas used to, I'm telling you, they used to bully you backstage. There was a lot of backstage politics. You had a bad match seeing Chris Benoit make you do 500 squats because you had a bad match. You fuck something up. I don't know, nigga. Fuck Bro, you. Hardcore Holly just beating the fuck out of people. <laughs> and that's why they be asking Undertaker about the locker room now. He be tight. Like, damn, I don't, I don't, I don't know if they got a locker room leader no more. They play video games. Yeah. And nigga walked in, see niggas playing 2K, was like, <laughs> he fainted like Tony Soprano when he seen Uncle Ben's. This nigga's a real. <laughs> That's when he's Xavier Woods playing damn Mario Kart. He's like, "What is this? This nigga's Bro. a real." <laughs> you ain't you ain't noticed the group of people that went to uh to Australia together versus like everybody else. Bro, it was like Triple H, Undertaker, Goldberg, like. Like just a manly man group of people that take the PJ because you know if somebody pulled out a Nintendo Switch, he was gonna up it on the plane. This nigga's a real <laughs> bro. Anything, son. <laughs> Y'all niggas ain't going out and drinking beer and, and t- taking perks. This nigga's a real. I <laughs> ain't wilding out. The Rock, yo, know, the Rock gonna be on <laughs> on SmackDown for three weeks, starting this week, man. I like it. I like it, man. Be on the road. Show up. Roman. Yeah, and I like this too, bro. You feel me? Be building. Like I said, I don't know what exactly is about to happen, but the fact that he's set to appear for three weeks in a row, something's going to take place. You know what I'm saying? So we, we see in the build right here, three weeks in a row. Some I don't know, man. We got to see what happens, bro. I think but it's safe I, to assume it's going to be. I think it's safe to assume it's going to be more than uh three weeks. 
Because I mean, they they only announced three weeks, so yeah. Because what uh, WrestleMania's four Fridays from now, five Fridays from now, something like that. Six like, might might as well just fucking yeah, go full throttle. Yeah, yeah. But now nah, I'm <clears throat> I'm rocking with it though. You know what I'm saying? We do need to to build on this Roman shit. This bloodline shit, this shit gotta make sense. I was thinking earlier, like everybody was like giving their thoughts on like what it could lead to. You know what I'm saying? Whether it leads to like Cody versus Rock and then him and Roman next year, whatever this whatever it is, man. He said, What if this nigga Cody gotta do double duty type shit? Where the rock is like, I right, well, you could only face Roman if you beat me, type shit. That's what I wanna see. So it's like I right, win a face is Roman. So we get Cody versus Rock Knight one, and then Winner faces Roman Knight two. And to to be honest, that that makes that makes the most sense when you when you think about it. Because let's say Cody beats The Rock Night one, and then beats Roman Night two to win the title. Now you get Rock and Roman. Rock uh, like let's say Roman blacks on The Rock because he's like, yo, I'm the reason. You're the reason I even lost this shit. You should have beat Cody, like. Yeah. And then, like, The Rock, you know, does some who the fuck you think you're talking to. There you go. Now they got a year build up to the next Mania. Mm-hmm. Only reason I would still say the shit still don't make sense, even if they do do that, is because the nigga literally won the Royal Rumble to to face Roman Reigns, anyways. So. Yeah, but all you need to do is you know bring up that The Rock owns the company and that. That's the Trump card right there. The the Rock, he, he's in his. This is his, his Mr. McMahon role. He's the authority mm-hmm. now, so I, I get it. Hey, let's let's not you know put him in the Vince McMahon role. Nah, son, I might have to. Yo, I seen. I got a clip. I've been meaning to upload it for like two weeks now, son. But it's. I was watching an old role. This nigga, the Rock, was facing. Uh, I think it was like Dynamite Kid or somebody. Owen Hart, one of these niggas, bro. This nigga rock bottom this nigga into some dog shit, bro. That shit had me weak. <laughs> he rock bottom the nigga into some doodle. <laughs> nigga, I was crying, son. <laughs> Where'd they get it from? It was on a tray, son. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta find that clip and upload it, bro. He rock bottom the nigga into some doodle, son. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, if the rock rock, that's what you need to do, man. Pull up the rock bottom Cody Rhodes into some doodle, man. I'll be I'll be on deck, man. I'm on board, bro. I would no longer be a Cody crybaby if you do that shit, man. For real. Oh. real shit right there. Man. All right, man. Um how much time? I think we should we should be finished. I do wanted to talk about um that inter, the intercontinental title picture. But uh, how it how that shaping up? I seen Chad Gable put out a little a uh, video clip on Twitter and everything that looks it looks amazing. But um on Raw they they fit. It seems like they could be going doing the multi man thing at Mania. So yeah, I feel like um that's something to keep keep your eye out on. As long as it's a ladder match, that's all that. We need that. Whatever the the IC Championship match is gonna be, it just it gotta be a ladder match, bro. It's something about Mania needs a ladder match. 
It's, it's literally it's in the essence of WrestleMania. We need that shit, bro. You feel me? So yeah. Who's the uh, who? Who's the U.S. title champion? Logan Paul. So make him that like the ladder match guy. I mean, right now it's looking like uh, him. Logan and, Randy. Yeah, it's looking like him and Randy's going to be set up for Mania. But then there was like a Kevin Owens angle in there too. He still got beef with um, Ricochet. Mm-hmm. L.A. Knight. Uh, um, what L.A. Knight and um, AJ Styles? You could throw them in there too. Yeah. Hey, hey man. Like, if you if you think about everybody Logan Paul's beefing with, you put them all in in one ladder match, it'll work. I don't know, man. Only because Randy in there, man. This nigga just came back. They doing this nigga in, in elimination chambers, war games matches. Nigga, my back almost like. <laughs> come on, son. Back off the hinge, man. Yo, that I wanted to ask that earlier. I asked this to the I think the Discord some weeks ago, but. Does it trip y'all out a little bit that Logan Paul is literally like we went from seeing this nigga as like a YouTuber and now he's in elimination chambers with some of the biggest names in wrestling with Randy Orton and fucking Bobby Lashley and all these niggas? Yes. Like that shit. Like I had a moment the other day. I was like, bro, what am I watching? So I was like, bro, I literally remember seeing this nigga Logan Paul on YouTube <clears throat> to now he's like niggas, one of the biggest wrestlers. Like in the WWE. And he doesn't look out of place at all. Nah. That's the crazy part. Hell but yeah. That should trip me out a little bit. I ain't gonna lie. I don't I don't think a celebrity has really looked out of place low key. They kinda they kind of been holding it down. Bad Bunny, Logan Paul. Who else? We need a, a woman celebrity. Like we need a we need like a Margot Robbie, a Sydney Sweeney, you feel me? We need one of them to get their hands dirty and in the ring, man. Come he on, just wants to see white women on <laughs> TV. You feel me? I would say Lotto, but she that's another white woman. Um <laughs> no, I would like to see Lotto in the ring though. Meg the Stallion. Oof. Come on, man. She already dresses like it. <laughs> yeah, she do. She do got the fits. Sure. But yeah. Uh, we got a couple TTMN questions. I mean, we could we could end with those. Somebody talk to me nice. Man, everything I do, I don't do. I do the other thing. Everything I go cook the street that way, I'm going up. TTMN. All right, man. We got a couple TTMN questions. Let's get to it, man. Let's see. First one is from Banks. He said, this is an ALS challenge for Manny. On the last episode of the Black... Wait, on the last episode of Black History Month 2024, I'll donate $5 to the NAACP if you show a picture with you having an afro. (laughs) He said, (laughs) you can say the N-word 25 more times for the month. Fuck the ice bucket. <laughs> your face. I actually do have a couple pictures of me with an afro. We I'm actually never are. gonna show. We got to tally up how many times Manny said nigga this month, 
and uh, multiply it by three to see how much money he need to send to the NAACP. So we were all sending them. <laughs> um, and Randy Orton. <laughs> Yo, hold on. Let me see. Okay. Shouts to uh, Ken. He said, what's up, y'all? I hope everyone had a great day today. Haven't asked a question in a while, so here's one. Since it's the final week in Black History Month, if WWE were to put a female horse fight with these three women, who y'all got for the dub? Jazz, Bianca Belair, or Jay Cargill? Jazz, 100%. Yeah, I might have to roll with Jazz, too. <clears throat> Y'all talking, jazz. Y'all talking jazz now? Yeah, even now. Talking jazz in her prime. Yeah. I remember Jazz beating the shit out of Trish Stratus. <clears throat> there was even stories about Jazz beating the shit out of like men, grown ass <laughs> men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta go Jazz too, yeah. Man, shouts to Jazz. Because wasn't she in uh, ECW? Mm-hmm. ECW Jazz was fine too. Mm-hmm. ECW Jazz was a magnifique. Feel me? Oh, we got a voice note. Shouts to Peeps. Let's see. Hey y'all, it's Peeps. T T M N. Um, first off, Ethan, when did you let it play out? <laughs> They're like, oh, it's gonna make sense. I am just trying to enjoy the ride because we don't know how much longer we got the rock doing anything. Also, aren't all heels delusional? Like, oh, Cody, boo, boo, boo. all heels are delusional. I don't know why there's, you know, a problem with it now. But my question is, what are your thoughts about all this leaning towards? Rock costing Roman and turning on him, and then this starts a year build up for next year. It's a possibility, just saying. What are your thoughts? Bye, y'all. The Rock costing Roman and leading up to something next year. I think, I think that's the most likely. For well, for me personally, I think that's m- m- more than likely is gonna happen. How, how you guys feel? But then, is that Cody finishing a story? Yeah, he, he he's gonna end up costing Roman. I mean, hey, look, if, do you remember when The Rock said your story is over and our story begins? I'm just saying, you feel me? Yeah. He finishes his story, beats Roman. Now the Rock and Roman is off to do do their thing. You know what I'm saying? So who knows? I do actually think Mania will end like that, though, with the Rock. Uh, matter of fact, I'm tripping. I don't think the Rock is going to cost Roman. I think the Rock is going to screw uh, Cody. I had a whole uh, thing about it where you remember um, what, what uh, Royal Rumble was it? 2015, 2014, where he came and helped uh, Roman win? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah. it's similar to that. Where this nigga Rock helps Roman win versus uh, Cody Rhodes, and then it's the same thing as as the Royal Rumble, where the Rock raises his hand in Philly and makes that same stupid ass face. Oh, 
And we have Roman for, for champion for another year. He breaks the records. That's what I want to see. That's what I that's what I think will uh, will happen. Do I want that? <laughs> it actually it doesn't matter. I'm not even gonna bother arguing with anybody that's rock fans because it, it doesn't matter. The, <laughs> the story doesn't matter. Nothing matters, so it is what it is, Carl. Um, shouts to Devon. He said, start bench cut, rapping, swerve Montez and Leo Rush. Damn. Oof. All right, I'll start Montez. Uh, I wish I could cut these last two niggas, but I can't. I'll start Montez. I guess I'll bench Leo, and I'll cut Swerve. Same, unfortunately. Yeah. Swerve getting cut. Yeah, that's an easy call. Um, I, you know what, Montez had a pretty cool album cover. I start him, I guess, and then bench Leo. What was I'm? I'm gonna have to look that up after this shit. Yeah, cause he dropped something. I remember he dropped something. I was looking for it on Apple Music. They say it didn't go on Apple Music, and then I just forgot about it. I know it was on maybe YouTube. Uh, Might have been just like a YouTube thing. What's his? Uh, he don't go by Montez Ford on Apple Music. I think it's Tez. Oh, let's see. I think. I think. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, this is a cool. Uh, oh, it's up there. Mm. Okay, cool. I gotta check it out. Tez and AJ Francis. Okay, man. Let me see what this talking about. Let me see who he signed to. If WWE get a percentage of this shit. Nah. <laughs> WWE got you in a three sixty car. That's crazy. I might have to check that album out though. See what my son's talking about. But uh yeah, those are all the questions, man. Shout out to everybody that sent something. Yo, if y'all sent something to the hotline, if y'all called the hotline and there's mad voicemails there, I wouldn't Cody's fault. <laughs> Nigga gotta hook his his amplifier up to that shit, man. Whatever it is. <laughs> Yo, next next episode. Next episode. Got my word. But yeah, man. Uh I think that's it, man. Yo. What episode is this? Three twenty four? Yes, sir. Three to episode three twenty four, man. <clears throat> Take us out. I give I give my I give I give my all. I give my all. Huh? Uh Y'all know the vibes, man. Before we get up out of here, youtube.com slash black announce table. Go run them subs up, them shares up, them likes up. Uh, check out the Chris Van Vliet interview if you have not checked it out already. Go run that up. Um, we got another interview dropping. If you're hearing this on Thursday, we have another one dropping tomorrow on Friday with the good folks from WWE 2K24. Film me shouts to Brian and the gang over at 2K. Um, so we got a good interview coming right after this episode. So check that out, check that out as well. Uh, Patreon.com slash Black and Table. I'm Scott Haif on Damn Near Everything. And Manny, take us out of here, brother. All right. I am going to record an episode of The Last Stop on Sunday. 
You heard it here first. A round of applause for that, man. I, I thought a flex bomb was better, so I just <laughs> nah. If you if y'all don't hear nothing on Monday, <laughs> it's being edited. Yeah, it's being. A- I got like four episodes that have yet to be edited on here. Damn. Make a swamp to work. <laughs> Nigga hate content. Word. He just like me for real. <laughs> like, uh, it's really tough to do when you're not talking about fucking uh, $200 dates and gay son versus thought daughter. But we here. <laughs> Yo, we out, man. I'll catch y'all next week.